Okay, Zakti Gemara on Yud Beis of Aleph. We'll start with the Mishnah, I guess. Maybe we'll, learn, we'll do a little bit less tonight, just because. I'm sorry. We'll do too much. It's rather than review. review I'm sorry, Yud Aleph Menalef. No, Yud Aleph Menalef. Yeah. Because yeah. we, 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 we chazered. We we finished. And we chazered on Thursday. The Gemara. We did not start the Mishnah. Right. Okay. But we have a long piece. You did a very big piece of Gemara to finish it off. Okay, okay so, so we should start from Lishna Akharina? Okay. Yes. Lishna Akharina, Amrila, on the top of Yudal of Manal. Lishna Akharina, Amrila, there was another version of Rabbi Yehuda Mashmur's halacha. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Mashmur, Rabbi Yehuda Mashmur said, Mutter Lishan, Bekilas Chasanim, Besogod, it's Mutter, to sleep at Akilas Chasanim, which again looks like an Aklit in the A frame. You're allowed to sleep in a sukkah, <coughs> in it, in the sukkah, in your yaitzah, your mitzvah, lefisha in lagag, because there is no roof, meaning it comes to a point, and afal pisha gavoya asara, even though it's ten tefachim high, that is not going to preclude his ability to be yaitzah, the mitzvah of sukkah, by sleeping or sitting in this. Maze for the Gemara has to cash on him from a price. Hayoshim bekila besukkah, one who sleeps in a kila in a sukkah, says the price of the yasi de he hasn't fulfilled the mitzvah. So kilas chasan and kila, same thing. And we have the Brisa saying clearly, you're not Yaitse. And says the Gemara, Hachem, I skin here, what are we talking about in this Brisa? Bishiyesh Lagag, when there is a roof. So, the, yes, the Kila and the Kila's Chasanam are related, but they're not the same thing, they're only cousins. One, the Kila has a flat roof like Kinaifis, and Kila's Chasanam has no roof, it comes to a point. And also, there's four two poles. That's the same difference. The same difference between Kinaifis and Akhliton coming to a point. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Toshma, Naklitin Shnayim, another bride said, says Naklitin have two, Vinikinoif is Arvo, and Kinoif is at four poles. Says the bride, appears I got Vinikinoif, if you spread out a sheet on top of Kinoifois, Psula, then it's possible, meaning you're not Yaitse the Mitzvah, but I'll not Gami Naklitin on Kavi Naklitin on the uh, A frame. Kshera, you're Yaitse the Mitzvah in that, Uvalvat, so long as Shalayu Naklitin. That the Naklitin should not be Gavoyin Menamita above the bed, Asarat Fachim, Tent Fachim. Says the Gemara, Ha, but, Gavoyin Menamita Asarat, if they were Tent Fachim above the bed, Psula, it's going to be possible by the Naklitin, Afal Pisha in Logag, even though there's no roof. So how can Rabbi Huda Mashmul say that Kilas Chasanim is going to be okay? Um, because there's no roof, even though it's higher than 10 tfachim. Over here we see clearly that we're not and the rice is telling us that as long as it's 10 tfachim or above, even though there is no roof, it comes to a point, nevertheless, you are not yaitzeh. Answers the Gemara, Shani Naklitin. Naklitin is different from Kila's from Chasanim, right? Dikvi'i, because it is permanent. Since it's permanent, even um, once it reaches 10 tfachim, it has enough chashivas to make it that I'm sleeping under that and not underneath the sukkah. I thought that the kinofas are permanent. They are. Ask the Gemara, if they're permanent, let them be like kinofas. By kinofas we said that they're permanent, and therefore you're not yaitzi even when it's less than 10 tzvachim. So naklitin, if you're telling me that they're permanent, and that's why you're not yaitzi, but why does it only start when it's 10 tzvachim? By kinofas we see it's even less than 10 tzvachim. Answers the Gemara, Legabi Kinoifis, relative to Kinoifis, like V.E., the Nakhlitin is not Kavua. It's not permanent. It still looks where it still is temporary. But Legabi Kilo, but relative to Kilo, Kvi, it is permanent, and therefore it has the middle Madrega of when it's 10 Tfachim, but the Nakhlitin, it's going to be puzzled. Um, but if it's less than 10 Tfachim, it's Kasher. Whereas by Kinoifis, even if it's less than 10 Tfachim, 
um, it's possible, and by kilos chasanim, even if it's higher than ten it's going to be kosher. Dorash Rabba Bar Avhuna, Rabba Rabba Avhuna Darshin Mutter Lishan Bekilo. It's mutter to sleep in a kilo. Afal pi sheyesh lagag this is pasuk in the halacha, according to him, even though sheyesh lagag that it has a roof. Afal pi shekavoya asara, even though it's ten tefachah. And again, this is not like Rabbi Yudah Shmuel that we said previously. Says the Gemara, Keman, like whom is he going like that? He's passing like this halacha. Rabbi Yudah, like Rabbi Yudah the Omar, who said. A temporary structure cannot come and nullify the permanent structure. And therefore, even though he's inside this kilo which has a roof, but at the end of the day, he's also inside the sukkah, and therefore he's going to be yes to the mitzvah. The Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, where do we know that Rabbi Yehuda holds that? Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, You know, we were accustomed, Lishan to sleep underneath the bed in front of the elders, and... Because of that, Rabbi Aravuna says that you're also allowed to sleep under the kilo inside the sukkah, even though there's a roof. Ask the Gemara if that's the case. That the reason why Rabbi Yehuda, I'm sorry, the reason why Rabbi Aravuna is saying his halacha is based on Rabbi Yehuda. The lema let him say halacha Rabbi Yehuda. The halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda in that Mishnah. And once I tell you that, I'll know automatically that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda with regard to this kilo that I'm not to sleep in it, even though there's a roof. Answers the Gemara. E <coughs> Omar, if he said. Halacha Kerb Yehuda, the halacha is like Kerb Yehuda of that Mishnah, meaning that I can sleep underneath the bed. Hava Amina, I would have thought to say, Hanimili, this is only true that the halacha is like Kerb Yehuda, you're going to be able to sleep under a bed. Mita, with regard to sleeping under a bed, that that can't nullify my sleeping in a sukkah. Dilagaba Asuya, because the bed is made primarily for a top portion of the bed. And therefore, below it is not going to be mevatal the sukkah. Aval kila, but with regard to a kila, dilatoicha asuyo, it's made for inside the kila as that oil. Aim Allah, I'll say no, meaning you're not going to be yoy to the mitzvah. Kamash malon. So Rabbi Barafuna teaches us, time of Rabbi Yehuda, the reason for Rabbi Yehuda is, because a temporary um, structure cannot nullify a permanent structure. It doesn't make a difference if it's a bed, and it doesn't make a difference if it's a kilo. Okay, Sakti Gemara Vaita. Hidla Aleha. If you raised up and you laid out on top of the sukkah, Hidla literally means to raise up. But if you raised up and, and lay down on top of the sukkah, Es Hagefen, the grapevine, the Es Hadlas, or a gourd vine, the Es Hakisus, or some other kind of vine or ivy, and you put schach on top of it. Psula, the sukkah is possible because you have been mesachek with something which is attached to the ground. Ve'im so hoya. We're talking about we're talking about vines that are attached to the ground. Correct. Correct. Ve'im hoya sichol charemehen. But if there was more schach. If the, there was more kosher schach, harbe mehen, more than them, meaning more than the ivy or the vine, if there was more kosher schach than the not kosher schach, or ay or shakotzitzon, or that you cut it, you cut the vine, thereby making it that it's no longer attached to the ground. Ksheira, the sukkah is going to be kosher. So again, I have a sukkah. I put on top of it this ivy and other stuff. In addition to my regular schach, 
it's still going to be possible because it's attached to the ground, and I am dependent on. Sorry. Um, right, I'm dependent on the things that are attached to the ground. But if there was more more than them, the the uh, grapevine, the gourd vine, or the ivy vine, or I did, I just cut it. I cut the um, vine. Ksheri, then the sukkah is going to be kosher. Zehaklal, this is a rule, concludes the Mishnah. Kol davar, anything, shehu mekabal tumo. Which um, is susceptible to tumo, can, can contract tumo. Ve'en gedulam in aretz. And does not grow from the ground, meaning if it has one of these two things. Ein mesachich imboi. You cannot use it for schach. Ve'chol davar, and anything, she'en mekabal tumo. Which is not makabal but also vikidulam in aretz, and it grows from the ground. Mesachachin by you could use it for schach. So the bottom line is, I have to have two uh, ingredients and characteristics of an item to see if it's kosher for schach. Number one, it's not makabal and number two, it grows in the ground. But if it has something that grows in the ground but it is makabal or is not makabal but doesn't grow from the ground, it's going to be possible. For example, if I had wood, wood grows in the ground, right? But if I have a chair, a chair is makabal I can't use a chair for schach. If I have uh, an animal skin, which can, it's, at certain stages, it's not makabal tumo, but it doesn't grow from the ground. So therefore, I can't use those for schach. Okay, says the Gemara. Yosef, Rav Yosef, Kameder of Huna. Rav Yosef was sitting, Kameder of Huna, in front of Rav Huna. The Yosef, Omar. And Rav Huna was sitting and saying over this memra. That which it says in the Mishnah, or if I cut it, if I sliced it, the uh, ivy off from the where it's growing from, it's kosher. So Rav Huna said, Rav said, I have to move about the schach, meaning I have to lift up and down the schach. You must, it's necessary to shake it around. What means to say, as Rashi explains, we'll see later, Rashi explains, it means you're going, you have to lift it up and put it back down. Okay? Meaning, the Mishnah says, if I just read the Mishnah, I would tell you that it's a very simple thing, it's one slice, and you're good to go. It's a kosher sukkah. So Rav Huna, so I'm sorry, Rav Yaisa was sitting in front of Rav Huna, and Rav, Rav, Rav Huna said over this Mishnah, that said that if I cut it, it's kosher. But you should know, Rav Huna told his Talmudim, that Rav said, in order to make the sukkah kosher, even after I cut it, it's not enough, you also have to lift it up and down. Amar lay Rav Huna, so Rav Huna said, Rav Huna was sitting in front of Rav Yosef, I'm sorry. Amalei Rav Huna, so Rav Huna said to Rav Yosef, who said over this halacha, Ha Shmuel Amra. But Shmuel said this halacha, that you have to be minaneya, and cutting it is not enough. Not Rav, well, Shmuel said the halacha. Sorry? He says that Rav said it. Rav Yosef said, Rav said this. So, so Rav Huna said, but this halacha Shmuel said. Ha, this halacha, Shmuel Amra, Shmuel said. So, Ahadrinu Rav Yosef La'ape. Rav Yosef turned his head, meaning he, he uh, showed his anger, 
And he said, Did I tell you that Shmuel didn't say it? I didn't tell you that Shmuel did not say this halacha. Amra Rav, Rav said the halacha, Va'amra Shmuel, and Shmuel said the halacha. Meaning Rav Yosef said, okay, you know, the Mishnah says that if I cut it and it's kosher, you should know, Rav said you also have to lift it up and down in order to make it kosher. It's not enough to just cut it. So Rav Huna said, Shmuel said that halacha. So Rav Yosef said, what are you getting all worked up about? I I didn't say that Shmuel didn't didn't say it. it, All I said was, Rav said it. What kind of debate is this? We ask questions like that all the time in the bar. He didn't say this. He really said it. He didn't say it. He said it. Amar Lei, Amar said back to Rav Yosef, Hachiko Amin Allah. This is really what I meant to tell you. The Shmuel Amra, that Shmuel said it, Veloi Rav. And not Rav. Meaning, I'm asking you a question. When I say that Shmuel said this, Allah, I don't mean to say, hey, how can you say Rav said it? Shmuel's the one who said it, right? Like this like uh, first grader. No, I meant to tell you, Shmuel, specifically Shmuel said it. It's Rav Yosef is saying. Rav Huna is talking I mean, now. Rav Huna is saying, I know, I really meant. It Shmuel, Amra. Right. Amra, yeah. uh, Rav Huna, so Rav Huna said back to Rav Yosef, Hachiko Amin Allah. This is what I meant to tell you. The Shmuel, Amra, Shmuel said it, Veloi Rav and not Rav. Why? The Rav, because Rav, Achshurei Machshulei. Rav would say that it's kosher, just by cutting it off from the tree, even without lifting it. How do I know that? Meaning, again, Rav Yosef came in and said, you should know that the Mishnah says you have to, if you cut, off, if you cut it off from the tree, it's going to be kosher. And if you go home with just that, you'll think that it's kosher by itself. You should know, Rav said you also have to lift it up and down. The Rav, because Rav, the Rav, that Rav, Akshurei yes. Machshir. He said such a case where I cut it from the tree, Shekatsetzon, but I did not lift it up and down, it's going to be kosher. Again, Rav, Huna, Rav Yosef came into Shir saying that that which the Mishnah says, that if I cut it from the tree, it's going to be kosher, and that's enough. Rav said that's not enough. You also have to lift it up and down. So when all the dust settles, Rav Huna is responding and saying no. Shmuel had Shmuel is the one that said that, but Rav would disagree with that halacha that you just said. Why? Because Rav achshure machshir. Rav would validate just cutting it off from the tree without lifting it up and down. Now, how do I know that? Says Rav Huna, kiha like this. Following story in Psak that we know in the name of Rav, kiha like this. The Rav Amram Chasido, Rav Amram Chasido, Rama. He placed techilto, the tzitzis. Techilas, the, you know, the, means a blue, but it means the tzitzis. Liparzuma, liparzuma, to the garment. The inchi base of his wife. Hold on a second, why is she wearing tzitzis? So again, Rav Amram Chasido, that was the name of the person. Rama techilto, he, he, he uh, placed, he put in. The tzitzis, liparzuma, to the garment, to inchibese, of his wife. Talon, he hung and he put on the tzitzis, onto the garment. Veloi posak roshe chutin shelohen. Veloi posak means that he did not cut roshe chutin, the heads, literally, of the threads, shelohen, of them. Meaning like this, what he did was, are they... 
Can I borrow your Gemara for a second? I'm, the picture, I'm sure there's a picture in here. Probably will just make it easier to explain. Okay, look at um, look at Kufchov uh, Dalit. This thing over here. Basically, what he did was he took one string and he went in and out and in and out and in and out in one hole. So with one string, he basically got four on each side, but he didn't cut the. Um, he didn't. They were all connected still. Still one string. So it was. It looked like. If you look from far, it looks like eight. But it's, it looks like, at the end of the day, it looks like four because two of them are rounded because they're not cut. So he hung, that's how he put it. Tala again. He put in the tzitzis of the garment, the prazuma of his, the garment, the inchim base of his wife. Talon, he hung it on. And he did not cut. means He didn't cut the heads of the strings, meaning... The bottom. So now, then he tied, he knotted it up. Okay, he knotted it up. Somehow or another, he made all the knots that we have when it was still in that position. And then he looks at the tzitzes, beautifully tied and knotted tzitzes, and he says, one second, they're still connected on the bottom. Okay? Also, the Kamei de Rav, Chia Bar Ashi. So, Rav Amram Chasida came in front of Rav Chia Bar Ashi. Omar Lei, Rav Chiyabar Ashi said to him, Hachi Omar Rav, this is what Rav said, Mifaskon, you should cut it, Vehein, you, you cut them, meaning you cut the strings, Vehein Ksherin, and they are kosher. So, without having to retie the knots. Alma, from here I see, by Tzitzis, we know it says, we learned in, on Daftes, Gedilim Tasalach, you should make Tzitzis. And yet, even though it says you have to make the tzitzis, Alma, from here you see that Rav holds psikoson, the cutting of them, zuhi asiyoson. That is of a fulfillment of kedilim tasalach, make tzitzis. That's what Rav holds. So Hachanami says Rav Huna over here also, kitsitsasan, the slicing it, the cutting it off and detaching it from the ground, Zuhi Asiyasan, according to Rav, is a fulfillment of making the sukkah. The sukkah well, how do we, why do we have to do this machlal? Because it says tasa, you should get, um, sukkah is tasa, you should make a sukkah, right? That was the passage over there. Chaga sukkah shivas yom lashem, or whatever it is. Sukkah, sukkah is tasa. Where's the passage? Um, wherever it is, it says. So, um, ta, you should make a sukkah and they're, they're, from there we learn also has to be made but it can't be something which is pre-made but by, by tzitzis also it says you have to make the tzitzis and yet Rav said that when I have this issue that it's tied up and it's just connected I could just slice it and that's a fulfillment of G'dilam Tasa make the tzitzis so to over here Rav holds you slice it and that's a fulfillment of making this chach I don't know if it would matter but one of them is a physical change the other one's just a spiritual change right, right. This, this is, true so this is so so Rav Huna saying no Rav this is, this is a raya to Rav Huna on what Rav did not say he had to move it around 
Right. Rafuna is show, bringing this to Shimon as a ride. Right. Right. Okay. We'll hold it here. Thank you. Thank you. So it's not making a difference, though.